Hello my angels and welcome back to Gold Digging and Manifesting with Alanis. Happy first podcast of 2023. How are we all? I hope that you all had a great New Year's Eve. Uh, me and my boyfriend went for dinner at this steak restaurant and we'd done it last year in a group. And then it just happened to be the only place we could get a table at this year. So we said we're going to make it a Christmas Eve tradition um, and go every year. So we went there and we actually only now live like five minutes from it. Whereas last year it was like half an hour away. So yeah, we're going to make that a tradition. Um, we went to a house party afterwards. And then New Year Day, we just spent it with friends. Um, my book is obviously, you know, it's doing really well. It got number one in New Hottest Seller. That is Manifest Day by Day, available on Amazon and also in your local Waterstones and some WH Smith. So I've actually not been able to go into a shop and buy it yet. I went to my local Waterstones, it sold out. I went to another one and on the system it said they had one left, but it either got stolen or was missing or someone was walking around with it at the same time. So yeah, I haven't actually been able to go to a store and find it yet. And that is my goal for this week because I just think that will be such a surreal feeling, you know, going into somewhere and being like, oh, like, that's mine. Like, I'm also going to do the challenge. Like, it's not a challenge, but I see someone do it. So an author went into the bookstore where her book was and like signed her book. So then the next person, you know, got a signed copy of it so I know I'm not like bloody a famous author or anything but I just thought it's quite a cute fun video to do so I'm definitely going to do that today in the podcast we're going to start off with our Q&A's so if you don't know um, you're new to this podcast what I do is I answer some of your scenarios you send in and you can drop these to me on Instagram at Alanis underscore Cooper and these are announced anonymously um, and I just sort of give you my advice and and what I would do if I was in your situation. Also, in addition to that, I've been doing a mental glow up challenge. Now, over on my TikTok at Alanis Cooper X, you can see the videos I've done. They're in a playlist and they've all been about, you know, getting us ready for 2023, goal setting, reflecting on 2022, raising our vibe. And that is exactly what this podcast is going to be on today. So it's not going to focus too much on, you know, getting down with the nitty gritty of manifesting your goals, but reflecting on 2022, what you've learned from it, and then taking the step back and really thinking about what you want to change for this year, putting yourself in a season of your life as if to say, you know, what is it I actually want to manifest? And I got that idea from um, Francesca Amber. She's got a podcast called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life. She spoke about being in a season. And that is honestly, that really related to me because I've got so many things I want to manifest. However, realistically, you know, I'm doing my exams for my apprenticeship. Is that and also going traveling, going to happen in the same year and buying my first property? Mm, probably not. So I have added that into my sort of plan of what I talk about in my book. Um, And we're going to go through some of that today. But first of all, we're going to kick it off with a dilemma that one of you lovely lot have sent in. So we have our first Q&A come in from our lovely listener. So I get hugely jealous of my boyfriend's ex to the point I feel sick at the thought of them having sex in brackets. OMG, weird, I know. I convince myself he's thinking of her all the time. I'm convincing myself he is still hurt over her. And then she goes on to say her age. 
We've been together a few years. We've bought a house together and planning our future. But this fucking weird side comes out to play every few months. I've done it with previous partners too, always been borderline obsessed with their past. I don't think it helps that this guy is the first person I have genuinely loved and saw a future with. Before I met him, he rented a place with her. So knowing he's lived with someone before makes me think, well, he's clearly had this before with someone else. And even that makes me feel sick. But has this ever happened to you or anyone you know? And any advice on over on how to overcome it? First of all, I just want to say I'm so sorry that you are feeling like this. Um, I'll go on to if I've ever experienced that. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. Maybe I think when I was like 16. I'll go into that after. Um, But first of all, what I'm going to say to you is comparison is really the biggest thief of joy. So you're with your boyfriend now. And by, you know, going through these episodes and thinking about him thinking of her and getting jealous is not benefiting your life. In fact, it is stealing you of the joy um, of your moment of you two buying a house together and planning your future. Instead of enjoying that and living in the moment, you are thinking of him and his past, which if he was to say to you, whilst all of this is going on, that he was sitting there not enjoying it because he was thinking of you and your past, you know, I'm sure you've been with people before, I'm sure you've had previous partners, you know, you'd be like, what the hell? Like, what why it doesn't matter I don't think about them so you need to sort of put yourself in his shoes and think well why the hell would he even be thinking of her because you're not sitting there thinking of like someone you've been with before second of all no one is you and that is your power end of if he wanted to be with her he's been with her before if he if she was this amazing and he loved her that much and they had such a great relationship then why the hell would he be with you? Why the hell would they have ever broke up? And why the hell would he have ever moved on? So no one is you and that is your power. And third of all, thirdly, you need to seriously let go of like this sort of like anger and kind of a, an obsession you've built up, which is absolutely fine. It's not embarrassing. I, I've i never actually done this, but I know people do, I see it on TikTok, they do some, you do just get like a bit of a weird obsession. Um... Now, I'm not saying you're obsessed with her. You're obsessed with this idea in your head of your boyfriend thinking about her. Um, so what you should do is I would write it all out. I would write it all down. Um, and I, you could do this on a plate and then you could smash it or you could write it down on a piece of paper and burn it. But you need to seriously get all of these thoughts out of your head because it's probably driving you mad. It would be driving me mental. And it's not really something you would feel comfortable enough to talk to him about. So definitely write it out, let it all out, let yourself feel how you feel. Say if you're writing down like, oh, I'm so jealous because like, it looked like they had so much fun together. Do you know what you need to question it with? And what? And what if they did have fun together? Like, and what? Is he with her now? No, he's not. Um, And fourth, leave it a couple of weeks. Don't look at her Instagram. I've got a rule of thumb. Whenever my friends get with someone or I get with someone new, never look into their past unless they've been with one of your mates don't look into how many girlfriends they've had you know like don't go on go on facebook and try don't do it like literally don't do it because all you're doing is annoying yourself i've always been very good with that um and that is maybe stemming from like you asked me if i ever experienced this no but when i was (laughs) really embarrassing when i was 15 i had a boyfriend and he'd been with a girl before me but this boy was my first boyfriend so I was like 
well, he wasn't, but my first, and I was, like, fuming, I was, like, jealous, like, what do you mean, you know, like, but I, I was 15 then, and I know in this you're saying, oh, you might think I'm 16, but I'm not really, I'm a lot older, it, it doesn't matter, your feelings are still valid, no what matter what age you are, um, and I remember getting really upset once, I think I'd logged into one of his old Snapchat accounts and saw a message he sent, uh, when they was together, and I was like, oh my god, like, you've called her princess, that's what you call me, like, I have before, uh, when I was that age, but maybe that's why I'm so strict with myself now, I don't let myself look into people's past, um, and just accept it for what it is, we all have a past, so I think you are really getting into your own head with this one, remember that no one's you, and that is your power, and do not look at her social media, do not look at anything, and really try and live in the moment, maybe what you need to start doing is writing like a gratitude list about your boyfriend and your relationship and what you're grateful for, um, to make you realise how special this time of your life is, you know, you're planning your future with someone you love, you've brought a house together, don't let old baggage ruin that for you. So that is our Q&A done, our dilemma done for the week. If you have got any dilemmas, please do send them in. I will be doing more a podcast. Um, you know, each podcast I'll be doing more. That was just because I haven't done it in ages. And that was the first dilemma I've got in. Because last year, how bad is this? I only recorded four episodes. I mean, that is terrible. Um, but what we're going to focus on today is... How are we going to prepare for 2023? And all of this is taken from my book. Um, and the first thing that we are going to focus on is the will of life. So I'm going to read you an extract from my book, sort of tell you about what the will of life is. Um, and I've got some videos on like the one I've done this year over on TikTok. So the will of life. The will of life is a tool that you can use to identify the areas of your life that you're excelling in and putting loads of your time and energy into and also alternatively the areas that could do with improvement. What you need to do is grab a piece of paper and draw a circle. Then I want you to add 12 sections into the circle like this is a pizza or a pie. You can actually use less areas. I just say 12 because in my book, my book is based on 12 areas of your life. Um, and these areas are love, career, wealth, health, family, education, spiritual growth, friendship, self-love, travel, and then one specific area to you. So that could be like driving test or exams. Then I want you to rate out of 10 how satisfied you are in each area. This is a really good visual tool to highlight the areas that you need to put some work and time into, give you the best possible balanced life, and it can indicate what month you should perhaps start on first. So the reason I say month here is my book is designed as in each chapter is a different area of our life and we're going to focus on it for a month and do all the tasks I give you. So once you have chosen where you'd like to begin, you will work through different activities in this book to come up with some goals for these areas and then using my tips, manifest them to fruition. So what I want you to do is once you've done your will of life and you've rated it all out of 10, I want you to go round to the different areas and this isn't going to be, you know, setting our goals in stone for the year, but just sort of think, what could I do? What little things could I do in each of those areas to get me to a 10? Um, how could I improve each of these areas to get me to a 10? And that will sort of set the ste uh, stepping stones into developing your goals. 
So when we're setting these goals, it's important that we are setting SMART goals. So this may be something that you have heard of in school or used before in your workplace. But SMART goals stand for goals that are, and then my book goes into loads of detail. I'm not going to, I'm just going to give you a brief description. So S, specific, try and be as specific as you can with your goals, especially when using the law of attraction to manifest. You know, for example, if you wanted to manifest a new car, describe the colour, you know, the registration year, what it smells like and what the interior is like. M, measurable. So your goals need to be measurable so that you can measure your progress to reaching your target. For example, if you set your goals as I want lots of money, without setting an amount, you won't be able to measure how far you have to go and you won't know when you've reached your target. A stands for achievable. So although your goal should be achievable, it should also be something that makes you feel uncomfortable because it is a level up. In other words, set a goal that makes you feel uncomfortably comfortable. R is for relevant. So make sure that your goal is relevant to your life and your dreams and desires. For example, if having a 10 bedroom mansion and a Lamborghini doesn't fill you with excitement just yet because it feels too uncomfortable, then manifest something that does, like having your own one bedroom flat. And then time bound, make sure when you set your goals that you are setting a time frame in which you would like to achieve them in. So that is the wheel of life that is going to allow us to stop, stand still and sort of reflect where we are at in each of these areas of our, of our life. Identify areas we want to focus on and sort to think about how we can improve each of these areas. In my book, I talk about, you know, the importance of raising our vibes in order for our manifestations to come to fruition. But we will go over that in another chapter, um, sorry, in another chapter, in another podcast. Um, today, we're just sort of focusing on 2023 and new goals. But one of the ways I talk about um, of how you can raise your vibe is letting go and moving on. So basically, what you're doing in this activity is giving yourself forgiveness. You're reflecting back on last year you're noticing areas in your life where you can do better you are noticing your you know traits that you possess obtain that aren't really great for you and maybe holding you back so in my book I go on to say holding to stuff that we have not forgiven people for or past mistakes that we have not yet forgiven ourselves for is very consuming of our energy and takes up so much of our brain power whether we realize this or not A way that you can let go is through writing a letter, either addressing it to the universe, yourself, or the people that you need to forgive and hold resentment for. Detail absolutely everything that you are forgiving them for, their actions, the way it has made you feel, and then end it with the good times you spent with that person as a nice way to remember the positives as well. Once you have done this, although it may be painful, read the letter Allow yourself to feel all of those emotions. Breathe in and out, burn the letter and let go. And you know what you could even do? You could put this letter into a text message and send it to this person and let them know that you forgive them or ask them for your forgiveness. Um, And although this may be lowering your vibration for that small period of time, you will have a much higher vibe in the following days and you'll start to feel free without these burdens on your shoulder. Now, another thing you can do, I actually done this the other day, is I went to B&M and I got like a plate. It was like two pounds. And I wrote down like all this anger in me. I put on Lily Allen, fuck you. And like literally wrote down everything I had anger for. Um, And then I went and smashed the plate. And 
honestly, anytime now I start to like in my head, like think about things that are in my past or like think about pasts in my past or whatever, I like snap out of it. I say, no, you're leaving that there. Or say I like go to like argue with my boyfriend over something so silly and it was a personality trait of mine that I wanted to let go of. I'm like, no, stop it. Um, And I also, another activity you can do is writing a letter to yourself in 2022, talking about all the good times, all the bad times, what you're proud of yourself for, um, and then ending it on a nice nice note of how you want to change that for 2023. So once you have sort of got your goals into a bit more, you know, concrete, um, you don't have to rush this. I haven't, it's the 10th of Jan, I haven't done my goals for this year yet. I'm still figuring a lot of things out. But once you've done your smart goals, you've done your wheel of life, you've sort of let go of last year, it's really kind of good to, before we manifest our goals, to write ourselves a letter to open at the end of 2023. So in the corner, address it 31st of December 2023, write down your goals and write them as if they have happened. And I really want you to, when you're writing this, feel like, feel the excitement, be like, ah, like, oh my fucking God, like, I can't believe it, like, really feel the excitement like when I'm doing it now like my body is like I'm literally like tingling like I'm getting so excited and um, I'll go on in other podcasts and we'll go into this a bit deeper about you know why we have to feel this high vibe but basically what it is is the energy the universe is going to tune into this high vibe and mirror and reflect this stuff into our life so write yourself a letter or there is also um a website called dear future me And what you can do on Dear Future Me is you can write yourself a letter um, and it will be emailed to you and you can choose the date, 31st of December, 2023. So, you know, you wrote this letter. We're going to have these goals on a piece of paper as well so we can actively manifest them throughout the year. But you're going to write this letter um, and not forget about it because you're going to be actively manifesting it, but you won't be able to refer back to it. And then it's so lovely on the 31st of December, you get this letter through. And it's a really good activity because it can be really emotional reading them letters back sometimes because you would have wrote stuff down there that, you know, it might have been to stay in a relationship that you're actually so happy you got out of. And it, quite emotional because you look back at how different your life was just a year ago how much you've achieved in just that year or how many terrible things you've gone through in that year that you know poor little old you at the beginning of the year could never have imagined and you've come out of it stronger and so that is also another really good activity to try it's called dear future me and it is totally free so guys thank you for listening to today's podcast um any q a's about manifesting i'm going to do a little poll Um, on Instagram. If you've got any of your dilemmas, send them through and let's make 2023 our year.